Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast is a Christ-centered podcast. Established in 2019 and hosted weekly by Pastor Chris Busher. Addressing a host of topics such as the Great Commission, Christian discipleship, and often featuring interviews with special guests who are experts in their field. The views and events expressed on this podcast and all related materials belong solely to their author and not necessarily to the author's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. While all attempts are made to present accurate information, some information may become outdated over time. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast makes every attempt to timely update any and all such information. Without further delay, here's another powerful episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. Once again, my name is Dallas here, joining you with another incredible, amazing guest, Jennifer Covelli. Jennifer, how are you today? Such a pleasure to have you. Thank you, Dallas. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. My absolute pleasure. I'm going to do my best to introduce you, Jennifer. So you are an award-winning author, a strategic marketing consultant, a freelance writer, a blogger, a podcast host, a mother, and I'm sure it continues, but that's what we have for today. That's what we have for today. <laughs> I'm really excited to hear about you, your faith, and your story, your message, which is Elevate the Day. And so before we talk about all of those and all the questions that we have prepared today, Jennifer, just tell our audience who you are a little bit, about your faith, about your walk with the Lord, some things like that. Sure thing. So um, I uh, grew up Roman Catholic, so I have a very um, stringent religious or had a very stringent religious view of God. He was mean. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he. I was scared of him. And um, but Along with that, even though that was sort of the negative side of things, I did learn about who he was and, you know, all of the, um, you know, the ministry of Jesus, et cetera. But it really was a far away kind of a thing as opposed to a relationship, very rule oriented, very earn, you know, you have to earn God's love. And, you know, if you do something bad, he's going to smack you upside the head and, So it was, you know, kind of scary. Um, Mm -hmm. And interestingly, I was just talking about this with someone not long ago. I remember as a young child sitting in the basement of uh, my house Mm -hmm. and watching TV. And somehow I fell upon a Billy Graham, you know, preaching, you know, to, to thousands, probably millions And, you know, I was watching this show and so compelled and so drawn in, Um, you know, I'll have to ask God when I get to heaven, but I'm pretty sure I gave my life to Jesus that day (laughs) because how can you not when you're listening to Billy Graham, right? I mean, um, but, you know, like most people, you go in and out of your faith, you call on God when you're in a crisis and, you know, he's just there to bail you out. Um. I think it really wasn't until about a, a dozen years ago that I really started to seek him um, a little bit more diligently. And so I, I consider the last decade plus my true Christian walk, if you will. Yeah. Talking about that a little bit deeper, that battle that you walked into, what can you give our audience advice today in that similar story of your testimony? How can you use your story to help other people in that way? 
Well, here's the thing. I think uh, I'm not unique or special in the mm -hmm. story, if you will. I think we all face those um, forks in the road. I think we all mm -hmm. face, you know, crises and challenges. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, we live in a broken world. This is not heaven down here. And for us to expect it to be perfect, we're really going to be disappointed. <laughs> you know, yeah. there are certainly lovely moments and, and joyful moments and, um, but to have that expectation that life is a bed of roses is is going to set you up for disappointment. However, you know, my faith, my mm -hmm. uh, relationship with Jesus is what gets me through those those bumps, those disappointments, whereas before I tried to fix it myself, um, you know, reading a book, you know, going to therapy. Uh, talking to people. And I'm not saying those things are bad and you shouldn't do mm -hmm. them, but the true source of peace and hope um, and strength for me came from my relationship with God. Yeah. So that is the priority. A relationship with Jesus Christ is the priority. It's the foundation of our life. Yeah, you're exactly right. We can We can run to other outlets to try to solve the problem when actually he is the one that we need to to find, right? It's not another solution that the world has created, which are great things many times, like you said. However, he is the solution. Jesus is the solution. And so, Jennifer, thank you for sharing that a little bit, reminding us that we need a relationship with Jesus. It's a it's a simple reminder for many people who have been walking with, with the Lord for many years. Oh, yeah, I need to return back to my first love. I think that's a, a great mm. reminder for all of us. And so you have some great accomplishments under your belt. As a ghostwriter, which I'm sure everyone knows what a ghostwriter is. If they haven't, can you please explain, Jennifer, what is a ghostwriter? Sure. Uh, a ghostwriter is someone who writes for someone else. Um, uh, so I do the writing, but it appears that they are. However, um, uh, you know, it's in their voice. It's in their, mm -hmm. you know, uh, talking about what they want to talk about. And so I have done that, you know, for several years for, my, you know, my clients and um, and even friends of mine who, who needed some help who just either A, don't have the time or don't have the skill. Um, and so they call upon me to, to do the writing. And um, so I'm in the background, if you will, like Casper, yeah. the friendly ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and you have been featured on Forbes Huffington Post, Thrive Global, and many others as well with your ghostwriting. So that's an amazing accomplishment. And so I got to know, like as a podcaster, when I produce something, it says I produced it, right? So what's it like not getting the credit whenever you develop something so wonderful and so amazing, but then someone else gets the credit for your hard work? What is that like? You're listening to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors. Holy Reads brings you the best of Christian publishing in a fraction of the time. Life-changing summaries in 20 minutes. Each summary is designed so that you can read it in 20 minutes or less. Read, listen, or watch. All summaries come in written, audiobook, and video formats. Get the main ideas of hundreds of bestsellers. New summaries are added daily. Find more information at holyreads.com. That is H-O-L-Y-R-E-A-D-S dot com. Are you looking for a way to gain access to groundbreaking, clinically proven products that affiliates an opportunity to create the holy grail of entrepreneurism and residual income? Then Theon Global has everything that you need. 
Whether you're a verified influencer or a curious adventurer, Theon Global will meet your ambition and help you unlock your unlimited potential. Simply join, share, and earn. Find more information at thehealthplace.theonglobal.com. Well, you know, um, I know you probably won't believe this. Maybe your listeners won't believe this because, you know, our natural self wants to take Mm -hmm. credit. But I truly am so happy for the client or the person that they're accomplishing their dream. Um, Mm. You know, people who've never written a book before, you know, have written a book. People who have never been featured in, you know, a big magazine are there. And so I just get excited for them and that I played a part in it, that I had, you know, a little piece of it. And at the end of the day, um, it was their words. Uh, And, you know, I just put them together in a way that is going to appeal to whatever audience is is reading that particular, um, you know, piece of content. Um, but I really, you know, I, I think in, in, intrinsically, I'm an encourager and uh, I just love to see other people succeed. I, I like to be invested in their success. And mm-hmm. so this is just my way of, of, you know, using the gifts God gave me to serve other people. Yeah. And so you are a full-time writer, full-time producer of content all the time. Correct. Wow. That's so amazing. So how long have you been living this lifestyle of just creating, creating, creating? Um, well, I mean, uh, I would call it about six, seven years that I have been, um, you know, ghostwriting uh, and and creating content for for others. Uh, mm-hmm. The blogging and that I do for myself, I've done that for about 12 years. I, I think I was like one of the first bloggers out there. Um <laughs> And so it has morphed through the years into different topics or themes. Um, but, you know, let's call it about a dozen years. And the, the podcast that I um, launched, Elevate the Day, is two plus years uh, in. And it just makes sense to go into that space as well, because you're already putting out the words in a blog. Why not just record yourself speaking it? And boom, you have a podcast. And turn on the video, boom, now you have a video podcast. <laughs> wow, it's amazing. Yeah, you know, and interestingly, um, Dallas, uh, when I started the podcast, I was, you know, by myself, just Mm -hmm. putting out content, audio only. And, um, and then, actually, if I'm going to back up, because when I, you know, I was doing my blog, and I was noticing my blog posts were getting longer and longer. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, I've got a lot to say. And I'm going to lose people if I keep writing this blog because, you know, people don't like to, you know, go past the fold. <laughs> so, yeah. And um, so I said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to move this into uh, a podcast where I can share a little bit more. And and that's, you know, what happened was audio only. And then I brought in a, a co-host, Karen Salisbury and I, we, we co-host the, the program. And again, it was audio only. We were like, no video. That's scary. And then just this year, we decided to um, launch it on YouTube. And, yeah. you know, we posted some past episodes as well, um, where we both had makeup on and our hair looked good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, forgive us, Lord, for the vanity. But, um, yeah. you know, it, it's been well received and, and it's been a lot of fun, as, as I'm sure you, you know as well. 
Yeah. Yeah. Your podcast has a great following as well. I want to encourage all of our audience to check it out. Elevate the day podcast. And that's on all streaming platforms as well, right? YouTube, Amazon, Apple. Okay, great. We'll put a link in the description below. They can find that and, and check it out. Subscribe, listen to it frequently. So let's talk a little bit more about this elevate the day. Where did you get the inspiration behind this overall message? Elevate the day. Well, I, like I said, I've been blogging for what feels like forever. Um, And one of my blogs that I was doing was called Parenting um, for Purpose. Mm -hmm. And um, I I just found myself starting to incorporate some of the faith messages and, and lessons learned into that blog post. And, um, my kids were getting older, so it was like, ah, uh, there's not really a lot that I, you know, feel like sharing about the parenting journey right now. I mean, they were, you know, in their their teens and and all of that. And I just felt this shift, like it's time to come out of your your faith closet and step out and just do it. And so that was about six years ago. And so I said goodbye to the parenting blog rebranded it to the Elevate the Day um, uh, brand Mm -hmm. and just started sharing the lessons I was learning. I would, you know, take whatever happened to me during the week and translate that and, and paint a picture for the reader of how God's hand was in it somehow, Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, tie it back to a scripture that would help them or inspire them. And it's everyday stuff. I mean, it's not rocket science. I mean, last week I talked about, you know, one of the warning lights in my car coming on. Um, mm. And and like, how do you deal with that? What do you do? What does that mean? Um, and, and just really getting people to get a maybe a different view of God. Um, mm-hmm. Because I know growing up that I was scared of him. Um, I was very scared of him and I never wanted to do anything, you know, wrong. I didn't want to go to hell. I was scared, you know, little girls, you know, don't want to go to hell. But I was like, every time I make a mistake, I'm going to hell. Oops, I told a lie. I'm going to hell. Mm -hmm. So there was um, a fear about that. And I think a lot of people that might have grown up with a very strict, organized religion, um, maybe don't know that. God's not sending you to hell for lying. <laughs> yeah. you know. How do we overcome this, Jennifer? Like, I'm sure we have audience who are listening today who have the same exact problem in their life. How do we overcome this? Well, here's how I did it is I found out who the real God is, mm-hmm. not, not the God I grew up with. Um, you know, I started going to Bible studies and, um, you know, I, I just started reading the Bible on my own. I was watching, you know, television preachers, you know, Joyce Meyer was instrumental in carrying me through and getting me to think like, God's not mad at me. Like he doesn't hate me. Mm-hmm. He like, loves like me? he'll forgive <laughs> really? all that. Yeah. Like yeah, shocker, yeah, yeah. you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, my mind, you know, the, the mind popping emoji. Um, yeah. And so that was revelation to me just to know that, um, God wasn't mad at me. He's ready to forgive any dumb thing I do. And and it was as simple as that and as hard as that. Because that's yeah. unlearning is harder, I think, than learning. Yeah, that's interesting because 
myself as well. I had to unlearn everything I thought I knew about God because I knew about him, but I didn't know him. But then when I met him and I was like, whoa, this is this is crazy. This is real. Like what people talk about, it really happens. How do I unlearn what I thought I knew so I can really learn it? You know, it, it doesn't make any sense, but it makes a lot of sense at the same time. And so I, I can definitely relate with you in my walk, Jennifer, with that as well. And some of the things that you discuss on your podcast, on your blog, Elevate the Day, just tell us a little bit more about that. So you and your co-host, what, what do you guys usually discuss? Well, sometimes we discuss, the, you know, the things of the day, if you will. Um, sometimes it's, you know, like during the pandemic, for example, mm-hmm. we were talking about, um, you know, that sense of isolation, that sense of fear and unknown and change and all of that. Um, you know, to give people hope and inspiration um, to to make it through, to to you know that they can do it. Uh, we're always encouraging people to read the word, and in fact, you'll hear it in every episode. You know, it's read the word, read the word, read the word, um, and to really get the message across that the solutions and answers really are in the instruction manual that God wrote. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to read it. Because if you don't know it, if you haven't read it, then you don't know it. And if you don't know it, you can't believe it. And if you can't believe it, then you can't speak it and live it. And so that's really the um, the mission or the strategy, if you will, of the podcast. Um, most recently, since we uh, co-authored the uh, Elevate the Day devotional, we've been pulling from that as mm-hmm. uh, to talk about some of our topics because again, they're they're like real life things. They're stories that we've told in these devotionals of you know what happened, where was God, what did we do, what did He do, and it's to give people a sense of hope and give them um, a knowledge about who God really is. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 to your point earlier, earlier, it's not just knowing about Him. Um, you know, like people listening to me right now, you'll learn about me, but you won't know me unless you, you know, give me a call or we go have coffee (laughs) or, you know, whatever, get to know each other. So it's the same thing. So you brought up a really good point. Where was God? And so I really want to focus in on this point here, because I think this is a question that so many people have, God, where were you? during this, whatever circumstance it was in someone's life, where were you? And so can you just tell us one of those stories that were in your devotional that can help us to answer this question? Maybe where was God when this quote unquote situation happened in my life? Well, you know, I think the first thing to understand is that we, you know, sometimes we think because something bad is happening, like God went on vacation Mm -hmm. and, and he, you know, left the throne and said, okay, Mm -hmm. you know, go figure it out. People, um, I'm, I'm too busy doing good stuff over here. Yeah, how could you um, and that couldn't be further that? from the truth, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He's he, he lives in us and um, he's always with us. The word says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Mm-hmm. So if the word says that God will never leave you nor forsake you, then you should always know that God is with you. Um, but we have a tendency to think we're all alone and, um, and that we have to figure it all out by ourselves. But really, um, it would be smart of us, and we don't always do it, present company included, is you get mired in the circumstance or the crisis or the situation, and that's all you're thinking about. 
And what we really need to do is to take a step back and say, okay, I know that only good things come from God. So Mm -hmm. if this is not a good thing, it didn't come from God, right? And maybe it came from, you know, a dumb decision we made, and now we're just experiencing the circumstances, right? I mean, if you eat, you know, four cakes in one minute, (laughs) you're going to have a bellyache, (laughs) right? So you can't blame God and ask where God was in that situation. Um, But I I think being able to take a step back um, and look at the situation with a different lens and knowing and believing that God is there. Mm -hmm. He did not leave you um, and he never will. And it's really returning back to the word. What does the word say about this situation? Is it a broken relationship? Well, what does the word say about relationships? Is it a health issue? What does the word say? Well, I'm healed. You know, Jesus died on the cross, so I'd be healed. Not healed tomorrow, healed. You know, I walk in the healing. Um, And so I, I think it really is changing our focus away from the circumstances and looking up. Mm -hmm. Something that really helped me when I was walking through all of my my previous life things. And so Jennifer, I don't know if you are aware, but our audience are definitely aware. I came from a background of addiction. And so I was a drug addict, 16, 17, 18 years old. And I had to overcome all of those things and find out, you know, why, what led me into this first off and then and through all of that process. And so I really like your devotional where you, where was God? What was happening? In the questions that you said earlier, because God was there, even though I experienced all of these wild, crazy, horrible things in my life, God was there, and I needed to identify He was there, and He was saying, "Dallas, don't go over there. Come with me." But I wasn't listening. Right? Doesn't mean right. He wasn't there. It means I wasn't aware of Him being there. And so when you can look back and say, "Oh wow, you were there the whole time. You loved me so much." You know, mm-hmm. that that changes everything, that paradigm that you're talking about. It, it changes the entire paradigm. And we see through a different lens. Now it's not, God, why were you there? Where were you? You know, it's God, why didn't I see you? Because you were there, you know? So I really like the way that you worded your devotional. And I'm really interested in that. Look, none of us likes pain. We all mm-hmm. want to just, right. like, can't we just all have, like, a nice, easy, happy life here? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the world's cray-cray right now, and, right. and it's getting crazier, you know, because we know Jesus is coming back soon. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, you just want to wake up and have a peaceful day. You just want to have things go right. You know, you want the coffee to be hot. Um, you know, you yeah, want the, the car to work. <laughs> yes, yeah. coffee being hot is, is a good thing. Um, you know, you want the car to work. You yeah. want the kids to you know, be doing well. Um, And, you know, so when those hiccups come, you know, we can struggle. And, but I, I, I just firmly believe that we have to walk in that belief and that faith and that knowledge that God is with us and he is not going anywhere. So if something is cray cray, God Mm -hmm. didn't move. Maybe we did. And maybe we haven't spent enough time with him, you know, this week or mm-hmm. this year or, you know, whatever. Um, you know, maybe we haven't read the Bible in a while and we've forgotten. Um, you know, think about when you don't see a good friend for a long time. Um, you know, when you come back together, you have to catch up on everything that you missed. And and then, you know, it's like boom, boom, boom. Then then it clicks and, and it's like you never had any time apart. Um, yeah. 
So I, I think that walking in that place of gratitude and mm-hmm. and say, you know, God, I'm, I might not be feeling it right now, but I know you're doing something. I can't see it, but I know you're doing something um, mm-hmm. because that's who he is. He doesn't change who he is. I want to read two verses here because you you kept saying, going back to the word, back to the word. And so Romans 8, 18, it says, I, can, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing to the glory that will be revealed in us. In Romans 5, 3 through 5, it says, not only so, but there is also glory in our suffering because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame, but God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And so both of those texts, I think we can take that and apply through suffering because suffering will happen. You exactly, you said exactly that. So suffering is coming. It's going to happen. The coffee's not going to be hot. The car's going to break down, which all happened to me this week. I'm sick right now. My car broke down this week. My wife is sick right now. All of this is happening. It's happening, but God is still good. He is still the King. He's still on the throne and we're here to elevate the day. So that's, that's what it, that's what it's about. So, and, and to elevate him, right? Yeah. Elevate him. Exactly. Really, It's about him. Um, you know, I, you know, one of the things I've, you know, really tried to to work on in the last year is that it, it is not about me. You know, he yeah. is using me and the gifts that I have to mm-hmm. elevate his name. Um, Come on. And, and, you know, uh, it goes back to put God first, right? Mm-hmm. He's got to be first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. Um, but if we flip it around and focus on all these things and then expect mm-hmm. God to, you know, fall underneath them, not so much. <laughs> Not always so much. I mean, God can do whatever he wants um, whenever he wants. But I don't know. I, I think about my my role as a as a mom to my kids. And, you know, I love when they want to spend time with me. I love when they ask about what I'm doing and, mm-hmm. you know, how was your day? And not just I need 20 bucks, mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. My boy, he's only 10 months old, so I haven't had that conversation yet. Dad, give me some money. But <laughs> it's coming. I I'm just telling coming. you right oh, now. No. It's coming. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to your episodes a little bit, what do you think has been your favorite episode produced so far? You said you have about 130-ish episodes. Mm-hmm. What has been your favorite so far? Um, that's a really tough question to answer, but I- I'm going to say this. Um I really love the episodes where we have had guests on um, because their messages of, you know, triumph through trial, uh, their testimonies, their miraculous healings, um, like crazy, um, Mm. but not crazy because, you know, we know (laughs) God can do anything. (laughs) Uh, You know, I, I think those messages really touch my heart. Um, because it's, I know that it's going to bless someone. I know that these testimonies are, it's going to resonate with someone. You know, someone had a physical issue and they hear this and they're like, wow, I can be healed. Um, You know, recently we had someone on who, you know, like yourself, uh, addicted to drugs, you know, and redeemed from that. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think the favorite episodes are are those where other people come in and, and talk about the goodness of God in their life. That's good. That's good. You also have on your podcast and your website that you say that you help people break this mindset of the phrase, but we've always done it that way. 
So I think this is a great thing to touch on. So break that down for us a little bit more. What does that mean? And how do you help people break free of this? Well, I, I think it goes back to when I was in um, corporate. And uh, I, you know, I would get on these projects, um, you know, back then, before you were born, you know, it was called process <laughs> change or process improvement. You know, now I think it's called, you know, Kaizen or, or probably something even better. I'm, I'm really, really dating myself now. But um, I would get onto these projects and I just always like, well, why do we do it like that? Why do we do mm -hmm. it like that? Like, why can't it be this way? Why can't it be that way? Just because you always did it this way doesn't mean you should continue to do it. It's like the definition of insanity, right? If you right. keep doing the same thing over and over again and you expect different results, you know, hello. Mm -hmm. So I just remember always pushing the envelope of, well, and I was in IT, so, uh, you know, it was very, you know, tech oriented. And I'm like, well, you know, why does it have to print out 50 pages of a report? Like, why can't it do something else? And right. it just, it pushed the boundaries of our thinking so that we could be really innovative and creative and come up with this, you know, crazy solution. And, you know, boom, it saved the company money or it saved time and, you know, maybe we won an award, which was always nice. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think what I do is I, I like to challenge people's thinking. And mm -hmm. if they're like, well, you know, like, for example, when I was talking earlier, well, God is mean, God is mad at right. me, God doesn't love me, he's never here, you know, blah, blah. Well, why do you feel that way? Tell me why you feel that way. Because I'm here to tell you the opposite. I'm here to kind of give you that, that mind blowing yeah you know, experience or, or testimony um, and challenge that because um, there's a better way, right? There's a better way. You don't have to live like this. You don't have to do this um, the same way anymore. Uh, but again, you have to be willing to change your thinking, um, admit that, you know, hey, there is a better way. Maybe that maybe I should try this and, That's and hard take sometimes. a leap of faith. <laughs> That's hard sometimes to admit. Like, I don't know. I don't want to admit that I don't know then I'll be vulnerable. I don't want people to think I don't know what I'm doing, right? No, sometimes we have to be vulnerable. We have to be honest. We have to be humble, humble ourselves, right? And it's necessary. If you want better results, maybe you should should do that. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. Yeah, I was going to mention that it goes back to your testimony as well, but you already you already hit that. So excellent. Yeah. Great. What do you guys hope to accomplish, you and your co-host, through this Elevate the Day? Well, I mean, at minimum, we hope to elevate your day. Right. Mm -hmm. um, the, you know, the podcast comes out in the morning and we hope that it sets the tone for the day for you, that you're rooted and grounded in God's word and truth um, so that you can stand on that for that day, um, that you can know that God is with you. God loves mm -hmm. you. Uh, he just wants to have a relationship with you. Um, you know, Jesus's open arms are are. are are open, you know, waiting, waiting for you. And to give you that um, sense that you're not alone. You're not alone. Other people mm -hmm. have gone through similar circumstances. Other people have experienced, you know, hurt and disappointment and betrayal. And, and, mm -hmm. and guess what, on the positive side, you know, joy and comfort and, and safety and security. So I think we are really just trying to, um, you know, get get people to think about God a little bit differently than maybe they had been. 
And, you know, for those who have a good relationship with, with the Lord to remind them, because we forget, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, that's right. You know, God did say that or God did promise that um, because we all forget. So mm -hmm. we need we need a reminder. That's why we, you know, read our Bibles every day. That's why we, um, you know, speak the word every day because we forget. Mm -hmm. And how might your podcast be different than other Christian podcasts out there? Because I, I know you have something unique to bring. What is it? You know, I think it's the, um, like what you were saying earlier, I think it's the authenticity and the vulnerability. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, you know, Karen and I share our, our stories. We share the ups and the downs. And, and I'm not saying we're boohooing on the, um, on the podcast, far from it. But I think, uh, you know, likewise in the devotional, there mm -hmm. are some vulnerable moments where we share that, you know, we went through tough times. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in my memoir, I talk about some really, really tough times that God got me through. And I think it really is just that relatability, mm -hmm. um, that, um, approachability that we try to get across, but also to paint that picture that God is relatable. God is approachable. Um, yeah. he's not far away, scary God. He's sitting right next to you right mm -hmm. in this moment holding your hand and you know just wanting to love all over you and get mm -hmm. you through you know whatever challenge it might be so I, I think that's what sets us apart um we have a nice balance of practical and real and biblical um and scriptural so that you get i don't know it feels like real life Mm -hmm. And that's what we want. And, we, and when we listen to a podcast, we want that exact thing. We want vulnerability. We want to feel like our, we're there. We want the conversation to happen. That's exactly what podcasting is for. And so it sounds like you guys are producing that exact thing for your audience to to gather, to eat up every single day. And so you guys produce one per week, right? One episode Correct. per week. Yes. Okay. Yes. Every Wednesday morning it goes out. <laughs> every Wednesday morning. What time on Wednesday morning? Um, it's usually distributed by about 8.30 every Wednesday morning. Um, I mean, it goes out to all the podcasting platforms and YouTube and both Karen and I, you know, send out an email blast and put mm -hmm. it all over social media. So um, it's out there. <laughs> all right. So if we visit your website, Jennifer Covella, Covello, we will, we will see all of that. We'll have a place where we can subscribe to the podcast, get on your mailing list, get on your blog. All of those things are there. Yes, absolutely. And if you want to direct zoom in, um, you can go to elevatetheday.com and, you know, right square in front of you are, are the blog, um, the podcasts and, and access to my books as well. Your books. Let's talk about your books a little bit. How many books do you have available? Well, there's about um, five or six. Um, I don't even know if that's like, I, I can't even imagine that. But um, it started <laughs> with a baby journal that I wrote. Um, you know, a long time ago, back in 2008-ish, nine. Mm -hmm. And I had been keeping a, a journal for my son who was just born and I was in love with him and I just wanted to write down every single thing that happened to him. And so I, I created a baby journal and that was my very first book and, you know, a little children's story that goes along with it. Mm -hmm. um, and then after that, um, I wrote my memoir back in well, it was probably in the 16, 17, uh, 2016, 17 time, time frame. And um, I published that in 2020, right smack at the beginning of the pandemic. So I clearly threw out all of the marketing uh, 
expertise that I have and, and published a book in a pandemic, but it turns out it was the perfect time. Um, yeah. It was the perfect time. Uh, and then just last year, Karen and I co-authored the Elevate the Day devotional and created the journal um, to be like a, a an accompaniment to that. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, we can find all of that information again on the link below. Jennifer, thank you so much for your time here today, sharing everything that you did, a little bit of your faith, encouraging us, elevating our day, glorifying the name of Jesus. And if I could have you end with one overall thought, what do you think you would tell us from your time here today? I would just tell your listeners that Jesus loves you. Mm. And I mean, just let those words sink in. It's not enough to know it in your head. You have to, you know, I say this a lot, you have to get it in your guts so that you can rest in that. I think there's rest there. And if you're hurrying and scurrying about, there's rest in the arms of Jesus. And if that's not something that we need in 2023, rest. I don't know what is because we <laughs> need rest. The world's we moving do. faster and faster all the time, it feels, you know, it feels like it's moving, it's moving, it's moving. And sometimes we just need to lay down and rest. Yeah. In the presence of the Lord. Because if you rest in Netflix, if you rest in other things, it's not going to give you the rest that you need. Let's be honest. Resting no. in the presence of the Lord is what you need. Amen. And, the, and you know what? Guess you. what? Even God rested. So That's hello. Right. <laughs> and Jesus right. rested. So for us to think that we don't need rest, um, yeah. You're fooling yourself. <laughs> Come on. We need rest. We need rest. It's the it's the key. Thank you, Jennifer. If I can have you also end our time together with a prayer, I would really appreciate it. Amen. Of course. Father God, we thank you for this time today. And I thank you for everyone who's listening. I know that you are touching their lives right now and showing them how much you love them, showing them that you are always there, that you are never far away, that you will never leave them nor forsake them. Lord, I ask that you touch each and every single person listening right now. And even in the future, when they listen to this again, that you, they experience your love, your rest, your peace, your hope, and that they will take that and share it with other people, Lord. Share their testimonies with other people. Share all the wonderful, great things that you have done for them. I thank you, Lord, for watching over us, ordering our steps, Lord, and giving us that peace that you are still on the throne, you are still watching out for us, and you love us more than anything. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. You've just listened to the Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast with your host, Pastor Chris Busher. Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast was recorded live in studio with final editing made before uploading. Subscribe today to Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast on iTunes or Google Play. For more fantastic daily content, visit Pastor Chris Busher online via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't miss the next episode on Faith and Family Fellowship Podcast.